Today's episode of Bachelorette Party on Channel 33 is brought to you by SeatGeek, our presenting sponsor and the only fan-friendly app for buying and selling sports and music tickets. SeatGeek makes buying tickets on your phone a total snap. With just two taps, you can instantly buy tickets to an event that same day, have your tickets delivered straight to your phone, and enter the event without ever having to print a ticket. And if you can't go to a game or a show, you can sell your tickets directly from the app in less than 30 seconds. With SeatGeek, there's no guesswork. You'll know exactly where you're sitting, what you'll pay, and whether or not you're getting a good deal, all right from your phone. So drop your old ticket app and experience buying and selling tickets the way it should be. To start using SeatGeek, download the free SeatGeek app or go to SeatGeek.com. Also, while you're online, we now have merch. Go to bit.ly.com slash ringer merch to get t-shirts and sweatshirts for you, your friends, and anyone else you want to seem cool. Okay, bachelorette time. Welcome to Bachelorette Party. I'm Juliette Littman. Uh, last night's episode was probably the best of the season, and it was very football-focused, so I had to bring in Dallas native football connoisseur. Is that even a thing? Yeah. And my colleague, Brian Curtis. Hi. Hi. Welcome what back. A, what an introduction. You know, I was thinking about this, and I was like, this is this is ideal ringer content. This is a reality show with significant NFL ties. And, we, and all season, just kind of been waiting for the Jordan Rogers story to really be amplified. And we finally got it last night. Yeah. We were waiting for a shoe to drop, basically, right? Yeah. Like, you know, it's Aaron Rodgers was mentioned. Like, Jordan kind of being like a playboy athlete has been his persona this whole time. But it was addressed last night, like explicitly. Right. And he's been dinged for being entitled. Yes. No as humility. If he is, right. As if he's vacuuming up all of Aaron Rodgers' stardom, right? Yes. Ex- it's weird. I, the thing is, though, I feel like they actually like Jordan. Like, for example... They were. They stayed in the country of Argentina. Do you know anything about the country of Argentina? I've uh, been there. Been there on vacation with Is my wife. Is it cheap? Yeah. Okay, yeah. because I'm just convinced. I think I went there after a crisis, though. Oh uh, well, a monetary crisis. Based on like two episodes of This American Life, I have been led to believe there are often monetary crises in South America. <laughs> um, but. I'm pretty sure that with The Bachelorette, they kind of just, like, pick one cheap country and then do, like, a few trips there. Because, like, if this was The Bachelor, they would have left. They would have been onto a new country. But instead, they took a shoddy old bus from Buenos Aires to the countryside. Yeah, absolutely. And I think you can. That's that's very economical, Bachelor. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I think the show has a smaller budget. Yeah. And, then, and the fact that they did two horse dates. Two horse dates. What right? the fuck? <laughs> that was ridiculous. It was like a hot air balloon mixed in or anything like that. Or... I would rather have done the weird... Um, elevated pool situation. Yeah, that was for, cool. For three days in a row, basically. And then ever then gotten on a horse? Ever be involved with those horses. <laughs> that they were like, we'll come back to the horses. Let's talk more Jordan. So sure. I, I think that the guys like Jordan because in the bus ride from the city to the country, they did like this weird like freestyle. Yes, which, which was amazing. Incredibly impressive. My wife left the room during that uh-huh. and listened from the other room because she cannot handle incredibly embarrassing moments. <laughs> and then she came back. She was like, that was actually pretty good. It was very good. They... They must have practiced several times. Yeah. And oh, only show so. the, the one. The one. Like, probably over <laughs> several days because they have nothing to do. Yeah. That was the cleanest cut for sure. Yeah. And that seemed, I mean, that kind of seemed fun. And it seemed like Jordan's like part of the group. He's kind of their leader, right? James is their musician. Yes. Their uh, sort of troubadour, as it were. <laughs> and Jordan, he's, a, he's a true traveling troubadour. And Jordan is the cool guy. The you know, cool guy, alpha male leader of the group, right? I actually think Robbie's the leader. So this is, Ooh, this is interesting. interesting. Yeah. I feel like Robbie was the one who was really kind of like making it all happen. And Jordan's kind of like along for the ride. But I think Robbie is more of the alpha there. He's the secret leader. That's interesting. Yeah. Also, 
Robbie just really like how can you fight with someone who just owns loafers no socks so hard <laughs> like he doesn't even look bad or obnoxious like it's just his style and it works for him his look seemed just to get more cultivated every week he looks better every week is what you're saying uh maybe but I think he does I just think he looks more like sculpted he looks more plasticky too yes, in a week like, a like yeah it's very funny right Luke and Robbie have been in- increasing plasticity Luke yeah definitely true it's like I find it kind of weird to look at. I, anyway, I, I that, that bus ride scene to me was interesting though because it actually it really seemed like the five of those guys liked each other. I did think James Michael James Taylor, excuse me, seemed like he was kind of on the side a little bit. Totally. But I, but I thought that Robbie seemed like the one who was like the most enthusiastic and like kind of like his energy pushed them along. <laughs> They're all unembarrassable. This maybe is it the is it the nicest bachelor house or bachelorette house ever? Maybe. Right? And just because they've been doing this all, all year. Yeah, they just like each other. Right? They just want to hang. Yeah, they've been singing all year. They've been playing in the pool together all year. Yeah, like I also like to hang, but I wouldn't then go and be like, oh, like my my stupid, like this girl, she sucks. She is not, she's so entitled. Like, I don't know. It just it seems really fake the yeah the way that they like they turn on Jordan when he's not around. Yeah, that's funny. It doesn't really make sense with the rest of their behavior. No, it doesn't. Because usually when you have someone like that who's like the villain, he or she is usually ostracized. Like Chad, no one actually liked Chad. But it's probably real guy behavior, right? Because you all get along fine, you all have a great time, and then you know when the other guy leaves the house, there's a couple of comments under the breath, but nobody really takes it that seriously, and then you kind of move on, right? Yeah, I guess with women, it's more vicious, like all the time, <laughs> or like a reality show. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but so anyway, so they get to the countryside. Jordan ends up with one, one of the one-on-one dates, and um, it's like a wine-themed uh, event of date, which I just feel like. Jordan has been given every date to make him look good. Like, it's a fantastic it's date, re- right? Yeah. Mendoza, famous wine country yes. in Argentina. They fly there on a private plane, and then they do like the the grit, Lucy uh, Lucio Ball great crushing. <laughs> right. So they like are in like the they are both standing in their own like um, wooden basket of grapes, crushing them, and then she decides to like get in his basket with him. Yeah, very romantic moment. It was very romantic, and I was trying to think of like what's an equivalent like a non grape equivalent of that kind of like aggressive move, <laughs> like. I don't know what it is. Like getting out of your own seat, like sitting on someone's lap. Like, I, I, think I don't that's know. That's pretty close, right? Yeah. I'm trying to think. Yeah, leaving one thing and saying, no, 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 let's do this together. Yeah, it's almost like, I don't know, if you were like taking, if you were having like his and hers mud baths and decided to yeah. get one together. Or and something. then she starts smearing crushed grapes all over his calves. Yeah. Did you notice that little move? It was really weird. That was kind of sexy, kind of underrated Kinda. sexy, right? And But then, this was gross and weird. They then they like took <laughs> right. wine glasses and scooped out the like supposed wine they had just from like the grapes that they just crushed but that's not how wine works you don't just no, crush grapes no, and then you have it. wine it's not, it's not juice no <laughs> and they're like oh this tastes pretty good and, and they're was, swirling it around the glass like that was really, funny yeah jordan was like oh it has a full bouquet like that that was funny but then they were drinking it as if it actually tasted good like it yeah. was like fine sangria because <laughs> right. it looked like sangria because it was chunky <laughs> right but that's just not how wine works like the, i'm sure it did not taste good and it had like dirt all over it because yeah. their feet were in there it didn't taste like wine Right. That was very strange, but it all just kind of goes along with the idea that everything related to Jordan is just so scripted. It's so scripted. He's he looks great, right? He's yeah. happy. He look he arrives looking perfect. He gets on his private plane, drinks wine, and then they proceed to the the bachelorette uneaten dinner, right? right. Absolutely. <laughs> the with heavy conversations. Yeah. So they go to this dinner. And this, to me, was the most obvious, other than giving JoJo the magazine, this was the most opposite, obvious moment of producer intervention, which was they both, like, narrate their day to each other (laughs) as if they hadn't been together the entire time. They're like, so we took a plane 
and then we were in Mendoza and then we did the grapes and we had a great time and now we're here and it's been the best day of our lives. But like with more detail, they really like were narrating what had just happened. Right. As, as, if, it, as if someone had forgotten in the last yeah. <laughs> hour and a half. Yeah. Yeah. So they were like, some a producer must have been like, talk about your day. Yeah. Do you think they're boring if they don't talk about their day? Um, they could be boring together, I think. Sure. I bet they would or probably. Just a lot of silly, small talk, baby talk, kind of like goofy. Texas talk. I don't know. Yeah. Jordan's not from Texas, but he really seems like he, he could be. He could be Texan, yeah, yeah. For sure. Yeah. Little California. Is that offensive to you as a no, Texan? No, not at all. It's descriptive. <laughs> <laughs> There's a little California in him, too, though. Yeah. And in his right? hair. He looks like a California cool guy rather than a Texas cool guy, which is Luke on this show. Luke is a Texas cool guy? Luke well, closer, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I don't know. Jordan... He's just so fabricated, like in every way. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So the dinner is like really the meat and potatoes of this of this episode. I, they they finally <laughs> talk. Pun intended, by the way. Yeah. The, thanks. <laughs> they finally talk about uh, the elephant in the room, Aaron Rodgers of the Green Bay Packers, which we've been wondering how this is going to be handled. Yes. All see, we don't really know what's going on, but we, you and I have been wondering how is yeah. this going to be. It was addressed. It was apparent that from the beginning, you only cast Jordan Rodgers if you guarantee him a hometown date. So mm-hmm. we knew he'd be getting a hometown, which is next week. And he is indeed getting one. Mm-hmm. But he is not going to have his brother Aaron there. Let me just read to you verbatim what Aaron said, what Jordan said to, to JoJo. And then we'll, we'll do a deep dive on this. Ready? I'm ready. Okay. So he takes an awkward sip after she's like asking about who he's going to meet. And uh, <laughs> Jordan says, my middle brother won't be there. And he goes on to say, me and Aaron re- me and Aaron don't really have that much of a relationship. Then there's an obvious edit. And he says, just the way he's chosen to do life. I chose to stay close to my family and my parents and my brother. It's not ideal, and I love him. I can't imagine what it's like to be in his shoes and have the pressure he has and the demands he has. I don't have hard feelings against him. It's just how things go right now. And then JoJo asked, does he know that you're doing this? And he said, I don't think so. This being on the show. Right. And next, he says, at every step of my life, I was just kind of disappointed. No matter what I did, it was never good enough for a coach or for a teammate because I was being compared to someone who did it the best. When I walked away from club playing, I could have kept playing. Football didn't define me. Not having a great relationship with my brother or what people think that relationship should be didn't define me. Hmm. Hmm. So much to unpack There's so here. much here. Let's just go line by line. So me and Aaron don't really have much, much of a relationship. This has been rumored on the internet. I heard about this. Right. So I'm not, it wasn't a surprise to me. <laughs> um, do you think that JoJo and Jordan had already talked about his relationship with Aaron like off camera? Almost certainly. How, How could do I you not, not bring right? up the celebrity brother like, on date one? Does he bring right? it up or does she bring it up? I think he probably brings it up. I think the talk naturally turns there, right? Mm-hmm. And then he says something about them not being close or something like that right. or them not like having much. I, I guarantee it's been teased before. There's just no way that it didn't come up. Right. I mean, that first thing you read sounded so rehearsed. Yeah. Where he says, I know he has a lot of pressure on him. And all. I mean, does that brother talk that way? No, definitely not. It sounds like a statement from an NFL player at a podium. Absolutely. I mean, so totally. <laughs> right? Yeah. Um, and then I thought this was the most egregious quote. It's just the way he's chosen to do life. Ooh. That's damning. Ooh, if I'm like Brian, I just it's just the way you've chosen to do life, and I like walked away. That would be like the <laughs> rudest thing I could say. Yeah, and it puts it all on Aaron, right? Yeah. I mean, it essentially says Aaron has abandoned me for the NFL, NFL, and, and his Mon. family, and yep, yeah, right. Yeah, and that's it. What do you know about Aaron? Mon- oh, sorry, Aaron. Aaron Munn. Aaron Rogers and his <laughs> to family. To coin a term, like he, like are his, 
are his parents like ever present and like within his media persona? I don't ever remember that. Of course, we've been so spoiled by Archie Manning right. being haunting every NFL stadium that yeah. and Eli were ever in. But I don't remember it. And what you think of Aaron Rodgers, what we know about him is that he's just very solitary, mm-hmm. kind of standoffish sure. in his own world and on Instagram and otherwise, right? right? And right. yeah, so I don't think so. Is that common for quarterbacks to be known as like standoffish? No. Like it's like it's an unusual quarterback personality, right? Besides Jay Cutler. Jay Cutler. And I feel <laughs> it's like. An NFC North kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that, you know, you're the face of the franchise, right? Mm-hmm. You ha- you're inclusive by your nature. You're the go-to quote. So you're kind of Miss, you know, Tony Romo, Peyton Manning, right? Sure. You're kind of Mr. Nice Eli. You're kind of Mr. Nice Guy. You're Do Mr. Eli's quotable. teammates like him though? Well, maybe not. But I don't think of Eli as like standoffish. No. Just maybe like a rude or yeah, or just kind of shy or yeah. goofy or whatever. Yeah. yeah. It's interesting because Jordan does seem like he has kind of the quarterback personality. Oh, yeah, for sure. He's but, the face of the franchise. Yeah. In this, he wa- in this he case, wants the Bachelorette to be. franchise. I yeah. mean, he wants you to know he could have kept playing, but he didn't really play in yeah, the Yeah, that NFL. was another great line, right? Yeah. I could have been on another practice squad and not been active for a single game <laughs> the next year. I chose my own path. It's, and also, he's fighting this entitlement thing, right? Yeah. Underneath all of this is that I've been given everything by being Aaron Rodgers' brother. And he's saying, no, 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 I'm not. But he doesn't like me. Right. So I haven't been given anything. Well, he's also said, like, everyone expects him to be really good at football because based on his brother, and he's not. He's right. Like, he said, I've just been a disappointment. Which is weird. They both weirdly had the same pet. They went to the same community college. In, Chino. Uh, Butte. Oh. In California before getting the big D1 scholarship, oh. which is kind of interesting. And if Aaron was so, why didn't Jordan get Straight to D1. Interesting. Um, Where did Aaron go to college for D1? Cal. Oh, he did. And Jordan went to Vanderbilt. Yeah. Big moment for Vanderbilt Vanderbilt athletes. It is really. It's becoming like a. It's becoming like another sort of, um, dare I say, northwestern type of school where I went. Where I just feel like there's a fair, like decent athletics and like a good school. Yeah, Jay Cutler, right? Yeah, Jay Cutler. Um, who else? Well, Jordan Rogers. There was oh, Festus Azili. <laughs> oh, there you go. And then this is like so irrelevant, but Carl Towns' cousin Wade Baldwin, who was just drafted <laughs> by the Grizzlies, also went there. Okay. But I just feel like association with Carl Thanks. Towns shoots you off the rankings. <laughs> Related to famous athletes. Related department. to yeah. potentially the next great hope in the NBA. <laughs> um, it was really yeah, it's just really interesting. Like he, this is kind of a masterful script if he wrote it himself. Because he keeps saying football didn't define me. Like, Aaron doesn't define me. But, like, by saying those things over and over, it's like reverse psychology. Like, football doesn't define me, but football, football, football. Like, yeah. like don't <laughs> define remember. me by it, by it, but football, football, but football. But remember, I play yeah. football. Yeah. Yeah, and it's his first real moment of vulnerability on the whole show, right? Did you buy it, though? Um, I mean... I, I assume he's. You mean like was he an accurate recitation of his relationship with Aaron <laughs> Rodgers? I assume so, right? Yeah. He's not making up the feud. I mean, I don't know if he feels actually sad by it, right? Or if, but it did seem like there's plausible, right? That he's they're they're estranged, uh-huh. and he's Mister Peppy quarterback guy Jordan. I mean, right? And he's kind of buries it under his smiling, everything's cool man kind of patter, right? Yeah, That's no, believable. it's true. It is no, it is believable. It's true. I just wonder. Like how much they were rehashing this. Like if it had happened in like a different That's scene. Got or... to have happened at least once. Yeah. How sure. would you not ask? I don't know. Have you done other Jordan research? I feel like you're you do like stealth bachelor research. You know, I haven't on this case. Yeah, usually I look at the recruiting videos. <laughs> yeah. I think he was before. <laughs> I think he was before huddle videos and stuff. So I haven't looked at them a lot. But yeah, I mean, just that the fact that he is a former NFL quarterback who didn't play in the NFL right. at all. That doesn't even count. Yeah. Like what is that? Like what should he be called? Which is impressive by you know sure. my I mean, like, standards, but yeah. yeah 
thousands and thousands of people play football, so getting to a practice squad is pretty good. Yeah, but it's funny the other people talking about like, yeah, he played in the NFL. Like, well, kind of. Not really. Yeah. Like, not really. I, I bet like Robbie might be a more accomplished athlete. Right. I mean, this also goes right at JoJo's. I mean, JoJo's. We know she's concerned about whether he's, you know, in it for the right reasons, right. quote unquote, right, and whether he's just kind of doing this because he wants to be the Bachelor or he wants to be on a TV show. And this was kind of his way, right, of kind of pushing back sure. against that a little bit. Jordan, I'm a human. Jordan would be a great bachelor, like obviously. Of course. I I hope. Fantastic. It seems like he's gonna win, right? Yeah. But, but he's such an obvious choice if he doesn't win. Maybe they could break up even if they do win, and he, he could be the bachelor. <laughs> like it's hard for me to imagine that either Jordan or JoJo's truly ready for marriage. Right, and it's our it would be our second marginal NFL quarterback bachelor, right? Yeah, and that's kind of amazing. It'd be right? great. The legacy continues. Absolutely, it's the, it's the Peyton Eli handoff. It really is. Yeah. I, just made me think. So there's a third Rogers brother who I guess we'll be meeting next week named Luke, <laughs> I think his name is. Who looked um, like he worked at a comic book store or something. Yeah. So who's so I have like this whole theory about this is mean, but loser third brothers. Oh, nice. So like obviously Cooper Manning is one of the most famous, but like do you think Jordan is the loser third brother or is it Luke? Well, see, that's the real Luke question, Rogers. right? Yeah. Who if uh, this trio, who's the or loser? Or is it Aaron? <laughs> kind if, of an upset, right? I just I think it, it could be Aaron, but like when you are referenced by Barack Obama and you've won an NFL MVP, you can't really be a loser. Right. Plus Aaron Rodgers seems kind of like, even though he doesn't want to hang out with anyone, I think he seems fun. Yeah, I feel so sad for the loser third brother. Yeah, I, I mean, like Cooper Manning got hurt, right? And he was going to be a yeah. good quarterback. And... I got a whole list of them. I mean, none of them are really losers, but like just Let's compared look. to the heights of their other two brothers. Let's have it. Luke Hemsworth, Ooh. brother of Liam and Chris. Loser, yeah. Yeah, I once saw him, I saw the three of them on the street once, and it just sucks for Luke. Did Love he it. get the looks? No, he didn't. Oh. He didn't. So. <laughs> he looked like the He rod. wasn't ugly, but he's no Hemsworth. He's he no Hemsworth like famous Rogers, yeah. Um, there's a third Zeller. Ooh. Uh, Luke Zeller. Luke is like the, the name of death. <laughs> Let's go to the go-to name There's a th- the third, third Plumley, Marshall Plumley, who's played at Duke as well. He's not going to make the NBA. Right, yeah. Tate? He's not that good. He's on the Knicks, but... Oh, my God. Tate's oh, on the Knicks. Well, that's like being a Already anyway. better than Jordan Rogers. That's <laughs> true. Um, then there's Michael Thompson Jr., brother of Clay and Trace. Nice. Previously mentioned. I, yeah. love, I feel that's really tough for him. He's the oldest. I think often the oldest is... The that's worst. Cooper, right? Yeah. Yeah. And when you get the name too, when you get the it's your birthright. Yeah. You are Michael Thompson Jr. I think that I think that Luke Rogers is also the oldest. Oh. Because Aaron's the middle and I think I think Jordan's the youngest. Yeah. I think. Um, the Wilsons, Luke and Owen, they have a third brother, Andrew. He's not really a loser though, because he's like one of their writing partners sometimes. Oh, that's cool. I think. He has his moments. There's a third Estevez brother, Charlie Sheen, <laughs> who's really the loser now. I was gonna say Charlie it's a Sheen, three-way tie for Emilio worst, and Ramon. Yeah. Luke being a third being a one of three brothers is tough. You never know if you're gonna be the loser or not. <laughs> um I'm sure we'll be getting a lot more Jordan. Next week's hometown should just like I know there's four of them, but like it should be fifty percent Jordan and then the other three can each have Yeah. Because that'll be just totally revelatory. So much better. Do you think there'll be pictures of Aaron playing in the house? Probably. Like over the mantle or something? I hope so. There'll probably be pictures of all three brothers together. And I'll be like really sad shots. Oh, "Oh, yeah. That would be so sad. What used to be. And also we didn't address in in your your quotation there just the ridiculousness of the fact that Aaron Rodgers doesn't know his brothers on The Bachelorette. Come on. There's no way, right? No. Like, how could he not know? Something that enters his giant PR zone at all. Right. They would have the name Aaron Rodgers put into the public realm. No right. way. There's no way. And also, if you are working on the show, if you're a producer, like a PA, 
if you don't do your due diligence and try to get Aaron Rodgers on the show or on record, like you're fired. Like there's just no way they didn't they didn't reach out to him. Absolutely. And don't you think Aaron just was just pissed about it? Yeah, I would be pissed. Yeah, because they're trading on his name yeah. in some small way, and and I don't care about that, but I'm sure he does. Also, like Aaron Rodgers, as far as I know, has not done anything particularly embarrassing, and like this is kind no. of embarrassing. Yeah. This is embarrassing. So it's like <laughs> it's hurt, <just> weird. <laughs> hurts his reputation. Like I, I just, I just don't get it. I don't know. I, this was like really what I was waiting for all season, though. So I, I was really happy. It was with a big the moment last night. I yeah. think, I think besides the "Don't Cry for Me, Argentina" tear fest of a couple of weeks ago with Derek, I think this, yeah. is, this was the most significant episode of the show. Oh yeah, like it made it worthwhile having Jordan on the show. Absolutely. Like I was. I was oh yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> right. Next week. You know, yeah. Even more, yeah. Exactly. Um. It was a pretty good episode beyond that. We had Alex and JoJo go on this weird horse date. Oh, my gosh. So while the guys were on the bus beatboxing, Alex and JoJo were in, like, a private car. And Alex inexplicably was, like, sitting on JoJo, and she looked so miserable in the car. She She even, like, howled. She was like, ah! It was so (laughs) not in a good way. She was, like, so uncomfortable. She clearly did not like that guy and they made made her give him a one-on-one and also alex's height has been kind of a you know an issue yeah. all season and then he sits in the middle so you usually put the little person <laughs> right kind of squeeze in i could help but oh think of that God, i didn't even think about that yeah. that's a great point and then their date was like this one guy like some like horse trainer <laughs> like hypnotized this horse but it looked like he was like massaging it it yeah. was very sexual it was I, I was like i could not help but think whenever he was maneuvering around the horse it looked like kama sutra positions yeah. you know Greg, because he's a little leaned <laughs> over and then he's back and it was very uncomfortable and then making things so much worse he like hypnotizes the horse and like it's like lying on the ground and then it's like Jojo, he's like, Jojo and Alex, you can lie with it. So they lie like in, they like spoon with the horse. He encouraged them to spoon with the horse. It was really weird. His words, spoon. Yeah. Right. It was so bizarre. Have you ever seen the movie Rob Roy? Uh, Yeah, a long time ago. You know when he's like in the pond and he's hiding and he gets underneath the carcass of like the cow or something like that? Sure, yeah. It reminded me of that. Oh, that's good. I can't believe you didn't go horse whisper you were (laughs) Rob Roy. That's an upset (laughs) of all things. That really, wow. that Rob Roy scene really scarred me when I saw it as a child. <laughs> and I would just, I would rather do anything but lie with a hypnotized horse, like in like a dirty field. It just seems so weird. Who it's does like, that? Right. It seemed like maybe come pet the horse and then move away like and go lie somewhere else. It's just not a thing. And uh, they also like adding insult to injury for Alex. They made him wear some like ridiculous costume. I was just going to say that. Didn't he look like a character in the Nutcracker when yeah. he came out in that? Because he had the big pants, like he was going to dance for us or something yeah, like that. Yeah, or like there's some kind of like... Um, like he was like from like Argentina at Epcot Center or something like that. <laughs> like he was like it was just so. Like you upsetting. to come eat at the Argentine restaurant in Epcot. Yeah. I just I just JoJo clearly never liked Alex. They just they just made her made him stay. Yeah, I mean, so she had this thing last week or two weeks ago, right? Where she should have she tried she kept both yes. Alex and James, and she should have eliminated them both. I mean, the producer must have said no, you can't because we need next week's episode to be meaningful right i wonder why they made her do that yeah like that but like was that even meaningful she to have like them? either one of them no she did they were terrible it was, she really and did then it. also Alex said, i'll be your gucho or whatever he was yeah. trying to be romantic instead of gaucho it was so bizarre and like in the car ride they had nothing to talk about they had nothing it, it was, was so oh they sh- they probably wanted to show more footage of that but it was just too awkward to endure. he said is that wheat as they passed the field right he was trying to make conversation i will say he does not seem like the brightest bulb no he is not the brightest bulb <laughs> <laughs> he will not be accused Among of this that. group, it's it, it's hard to necessarily stand out for being smart. Oh, no, no. If, you, if you're smart, it stands out. It's hard to stand out for being 
dumb. Right. And somehow he did it. Yeah. Great it's job, not Alex. Not immense this season. Yeah, Alex, Alex, <laughs> Alex proved his worth. Um, and so then meanwhile, Alex gets voted off on the one-on-one, even though there's not even a rose. But it goes all in, and she yeah. just is like, yeah, no. She's just like, no, thank goodness. I was glad he was gone. And then the other three, it's raining. So instead of like some, some usual date, they just stay in the hotel all day, which honestly seems better. Yeah, it seemed kind of fun actually. Yeah, they did like Truth or Dare and like other like weird games. They should they should have played a board game. I think board games really bring out people's true colors. Oh, that's fun. Yeah, like I mean, they should have played like I don't know. They could have done categories. Or they could have done like, um, I don't know, Trivial Pursuit. If... You can see how aggressive everybody. A Trivial Pursuit might have taken a while. <laughs> I don't think it would be answered. <laughs> three the days later, and we're not nobody. Trivial nobody Pursuit won. Junior. Oh um, yeah, there you go. But they should have played a board game. But instead, they played like Truth or Dare, which obviously is better for TV fine yeah but which is an excuse for robbie to take his clothes off excuse for robbie to take his clothes off and for james taylor i keep wanting to call him james michael james taylor (laughs) shoves shoves his uh i was gonna say stuffed or shoved he stuffed his face with french fries which was disgusting it was totally disgusting and robbie was like that's not really like how you turn on a woman which is hilarious which is a good point yeah Yeah, great great point also jojo orders all this greasy food and we're like oh that's fun and then at the end of the date all the greasy food is there untouched you notice the pizza didn't have any a slice taken out of it you can't eat that on camera brian come on come (laughs) on really nothing no one ate anything except stuffing the fries into james mouth so they they somehow ultimately the three of them are without jojo robbie like wins that date of course of course and who, was, who else is going to win that? And Chase yeah. is just totally confused. Chase this is whole out. season about why JoJo doesn't like him. And we're like, we have not seen you two together yeah. ever. Chase Chase is going to kill it in paradise if he goes. I'm certain of it. Yeah, he'd be a good. He, yeah. yeah, he's one of those guys. It's like it's like the XFL, right? Yeah. Jordan, you know, you go from shitty NFL quarterback to like yeah. a big star. Yeah. And he's kind of like, he'll be a total star in Bachelor in Paradise. Good he looking seems, guys, normal yeah. dude. Yeah. He's like, reminds me of like the Jared of this season. Mm, very good. Like, I just feel like he's going to be. That's right. Jared went from the weenie little yeah. nerd until this like huge stud yeah. on Bachelor like in Paradise. Like most desired guy in Paradise. Except he didn't want, he didn't actually want to date anybody about no. paradise. He I think he's out. going back again yeah he was in the commercial this week I hope that Chase that was exciting I, yeah I know I hope I hope that Chase is in paradise I think that could be really big for him yeah I think I think you're right he's a star he's yeah. just a, he's just in the wrong league exactly it's a, C, it's a CFL the XFL exactly. the Bachelor, right you're just you're really good you're just in the wrong find league. your place Chase <laughs> um so anyway Chase and uh James Taylor and Robbie end up like in some discussion about like who's the front runner and they say the word front runner like 15 times in 60 seconds as yeah. if they just learned it or something. Yeah, which they probably did. And it was really it was really bizarre. Like James Taylor was like I'm not a front runner and like explaining why. And that was so strange. And then Robbie's like if you're if you don't consider yourself a front runner like you shouldn't be here. It was it was very much like locker room talk. <laughs> it was locker room talk. And it made you think you made you feel pretty good about James who I don't really like but that he kind of has a good view of the show you yeah know, like he knows what's happening he understands he's not, he's not in the same league he's not dumb right. you know he knows what's going on here right it was very it was very strange that like you really could have replaced that with like be, believing you're like the best player when you're playing against like Aaron Rodgers for example you know totally being like but Robbie's an athlete right so he's yeah. got the he did, I'm he has beat it. this guy exactly and that like you kind of need that to win right mm-hmm. absolutely it was, it was funny it's like you James Taylor ultimately got voted out and the second they had that front runner conversation and he didn't have like the aggressiveness to kind of insert himself even with his peers you just knew it was over for him. it'd be interesting to like make a list of guys that have won the Bachelorette who didn't have that alpha dog, you know, because Ben was a guy who didn't have the alpha dog thing and he lost, yeah. right? And then has to come back as the it's Bachelor. It's true. There's been a few. 
And sometimes they, they take themselves out of the running. Like there's been, I can think of they two just times. Explode, yeah. Brooks, who was on um, Des this season, totally. He just was like, he was not an alpha dog, and he just he would have won, but he took himself out of it. And then this guy Frank from Alley season, also not an oh, alpha dog, yeah. and he took himself out of it. It's sort of like you need that, like that, that a that um, athlete mentality to to win or something. Totally, and it's totally different with the women. Absolutely, because there've been a lot of beta. Yeah, the alpha women. females who have won it. The alpha women, usually, they go to paradise. Like, someone like Ashley, she's crazy. Although, she's not really alpha. She's just insane. But someone like, I don't know, like, um, a Claire Crawley or something. There you go. Sort of, like, the blind belief that the women have in themselves doesn't play as well as, like, the men's it blind belief. It doesn't. It almost always blows up. It's it's pretty funny how, like, when you really think about it in these kind of, like, academic terms. Mm-hmm. The Bachelor and the Bachelorette, like, just, they they exemplify every existing like gender cliche right there's a susan faludi book here yeah and that, <laughs> to be written about ser- this seriously susan faludi's probably so happy you just referenced her probably <laughs> first like, time in this podcast history perhaps yeah, yeah seriously seriously um and then I, so there was a date with luke by the way oh yeah which i think the only thing we need to say is that it was the exact it was the same date as alex's yes horses he was in his element, so it came off like a tasteful country music video. Luke shooting was... and riding, right? And he was in totally. his element. It was kind of reminded me of um like a date that Lady Mary would have gone on in oh, Downton Abbey. Very good. Like I like that. The kind of like this guy just comes in and is like very like just aggressive. Like Luke's a really good shooter and like great with the horses. And like that would like get Lady Mary's attention. And it got JoJo's attention. Totally. Really did. Luke he was, was an outdoorsman. Yeah. yeah she a was horseman. really into it. She's just the most attracted to Luke, I think, but likes Jordan the most. I think that's right. Like Luke, what do they talk about? Yeah, but don't discount that. Don't discount the kind of cultural, you know, meshing she can do with Luke that's that true. she can't do with Jordan. That's a great point. I don't really understand. I think like, she likes Texan athletes and stuff, vibe. but there is a Texan to text. Trust me. I believe it. And also, Luke was kind of shy and tongue-tied, and he's really come out yeah, of shell. It's true. Like Way more talk, talking. For, he talked a lot better. I know. Like he? for a while, I wouldn't be able to like hear his voice if I thought about him. But now I can. I can hear it. Yeah, and he was like kind of eloquent all of a sudden. I know. I kind of was like, oh, do I like Luke? Yeah, I kind of did. Yeah, I did too. That's a that's a great point. Can you tell me more about this Texan to Texan vibe? I think it's sort of it's very hard to explain, but I think you just kind of have this similar kind of shared cultural hair. You know. You uh-huh. know. So first of all. They could, let's say that JoJo and Luke lived happily ever after. They could move 10 miles away from where JoJo's parents live and have horses and land and everything, right? Right. So we're not talking about, you know, going to Iowa with Prince Farming. We're talking about being in greater Dallas and living that life and still working in the city or doing whatever Mm -hmm. they want. They, they, so JoJo understands what that is. Right. Grew up around people like that. That makes sense. And Luke understands what JoJo is. That doesn't seem like a foreign person to him. You know, like that's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's just somebody who lives up in Dallas. Okay. Right. Interesting. So I think there's just, and I think they kind of just speak the same language and like she probably went to high school with people like him. Does Texan to Texan apply like, like across all (laughs) cities or is it like people from Dallas get each other, people from Houston get each other, like people from, I don't know where else, El Paso get each other. (laughs) There's definitely a Dallas Houston kind of rivalry along LA, San Francisco lines that that just no one cares about but us, I think. Sure. But no, I, but I think, I think they're in the particular same kind of vibe for some reason. They just seem like they, you know, they just kind of look alike. They, they do kind of look alike. They, they both look alike. fake is what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> they yeah. do. One of, one of them looks like a real cowboy, quote unquote, who's done a lot of modeling yeah. and wants to do a lot more. Yeah. Right. They, they, they looked like they like walked out of a photo shoot for like some kind of plaid. Yeah. Like it was almost like a, like a not quite Ralph Lauren, but like Ralph Lauren wannabe like fall catalog. Totally. He looks threateningly Texan to me. Interesting. You know? 
And I don't mean that like he looks scary, but I mean, it's like he's so Texan, I can't even understand it. Right. Yeah. I wonder if he's going to be The Bachelor, like just because if, if they show you talking a lot close to the end of the season, that's usually a good sign. And he'd be good, They're right? trying to tease out your personality. It'd be like Prince Farming, but a little more of a, you know, a little more of a horsey vibe. Right? I hate Prince Farming. Oh, I hate Prince But he's just... like a lot. I think they're they're different in the sense that he's he'd be kind of less annoying, right? Yeah. I think so. He he would be less like, well, I'm just from Iowa. This is just who I am. Luke seems a little bit more like predatory, in, but not yeah. in, not in like a not in like a predator way, but just a little bit, just more aggressive. It'd be a great red state bachelor if Trump gets elected. Oh right? my god, this would be kind of he's kind of the <laughs> the bachelor of the first Trump administration. You know, I uh, think. Brian, that's the darkest timeline. <laughs> <laughs> what a note to go out on. Thank you for coming to bring your uh, Texas expertise. It was my, really it, needed this week. Oh my pleasure. I can't wait for next week it's gonna be amazing i can't wait thanks again for listening don't forget to check out seat geek our sponsor and if you like the ringer we now have ringer merchandise you can find that by going to bitly.com slash ringer merch thanks for listening 